How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. For those who are waiting for spring training to start, pitchers and catchers and the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League, the wait will continue uh, at least in the short term, hopefully the owners and players will get together soon and get this hammered out. Joining us to talk about the latest news there and the lack thereof, Phil Miller, who covers the Twins in the Major Leagues for the Star Tribune, joins us. Phil, I hope you're doing okay. <laughs> uh, just a little colder than I should be, uh, Steve. <laughs> right. it's, uh, I, I, it, I should be in uh, Fort Myers right now uh, where it's uh, 60 degrees warmer than here. Yeah, and, and you probably had accommodations booked and all set up and no reason to go if, if the players aren't there. And uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we will. There's reason for uh, – maybe there's reason for optimism. They are Those two sides are going to meet, according to Major League Baseball, they're going to meet every day this week in order to make some progress. Um, you know, uh, I, I hope that's a reason for optimism and I hope that we can take that at face value. I can tell you that there are players who believe that, uh, it's, uh, mostly for PR, that it's a show and that, uh, they'll believe it when they see it. Um, I had a player point out to me that, uh, this is exactly why they waited that, that now the pressure is on to settle uh, and they, Ownership believes that the pressure will uh, be especially strong on the players who want to get to work, who want to get to Florida, who want to get to Arizona, and that even though technically it's only the owners who lose money in spring training um, by not playing the games, uh, the players don't get paid for spring training. That uh, they think that there is uh, that they think that this is part of the negotiating game. That uh, and uh, they're trying to. Uh, see if the players will hold together. Um, I hope that that is just a pessimistic view, and I hope that uh, this is actual negotiating about to be done. But there, I, I can understand uh, I can understand their reluctance to believe that. Yeah, and what, what's so tough about all of this is we, we've had a clear picture of what the economic issues are before the game, and then it has been a tough couple of years for Major League Baseball, and for that matter, every sport. They've all handled it differently. Uh, Major League Baseball had that 60-game sprint in 2020. They got back to normal in 2021 and they'd like to continue that going forward. But along the way, the players and owners have lost a fair amount of money through COVID-19, just like everybody else. Every every business, every endeavor has been impacted negatively by it. But, but you would have thought that 
there would have been a, a greater sense of urgency on both sides. I, I was frankly shocked that they weren't trying to do more earlier in this process, even before the holidays in December. You know, get together, um, work it out, because the the fans, and I, I've said this for a long, long time, and I, I would assume you would agree, Phil, um, the average folk, the average fan doesn't want to hear billionaires and, and millionaire ball players, and I know they're not all millionaires, but arguing over money. It, it just, it's never played well. It'll never play well. Yeah, and as we've said before, the, what really needs to be discussed and what really needs to be negotiated is ways to improve the product on the field, to uh, try yes. not to drive fans away through uh, long games and games that lack uh, that, that lack the action that they used to have that uh, have evolved into uh, strikeouts, walks, and home runs. Uh, and greatly reducing the amount of action for uh, fans to watch. You know, that that kind of stuff needs to be uh, discussed and dealt with and uh, maybe some changes made. And that's not what they're talking about. None of that is uh, what's going on right now. It's it's uh, the financial uh, picture. Uh, and, I, I, you know, I'm sympathetic to what the players are trying to do. They, uh, you know, the game has evolved off the field just the way it has on the field. Teams are using... Younger players, they're, uh, they're not paying the big money for very many older players, certainly not the middle-class older players. Uh, the players want to kind of change the structure of uh, how they're paid. Uh, I, I honestly don't think many teams lost any money last year, right? even though attendance uh, was down all over the league. Uh, TV money makes up for a lot of that, but... Uh, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is a little distressing that you know the when the owners when the owners declared the lockout on December second, the commissioner issued a statement saying that we hope that this lockout sparks debate and uh, and creates a solution. And you know then they went then they went uh, six weeks without a negotiating session. So it's it's really hard to uh, it, unless you think it's a strategy on their part, which I kind of do. It's really uh, hard to understand why they uh, just let the negotiations uh, go on for a month and a half, uh, not go on for a month and a half and put us in this uh, predicament where we are now. Yeah, and the release that there won't be any spring training games played before March 5th, there, there's also another deadline looming, and that's set toward the end of the month, ultimately about, um, you know, the start of the regular season that that could quickly be put into jeopardy because the sense is there needs to be some uh, preseason camp or spring training, if you will, before a regular season would start. So we're rapidly coming up on the end of February. Yeah, and that is the real pressure. And that is, I think, the the pressure that the owners intend to uh, put on the players. Uh, They announced that uh, if, uh, if there's no settlement by February 28th, they won't be able to start the season on time uh, on March 31st, that uh, you can't just uh, have a two-week spring training, uh, that you need to have more lead time than that. And so they want that deadline to bear down on uh, on the players' side. They want the, Because uh, the players begin earning their salaries on opening day, uh, and losing games actually is money out of their pocket. So we'll see. That's really what's looming over uh, this week. It's... Uh, it's a shame that the Twins lost seven uh, uh, exhibition games that they would have played, and, and their exhibition with the Gophers. 
but they play too many exhibition games anyway. I don't think anyone is going to uh, miss uh, a week worth of uh, of Grapefruit League uh, games, but the looming deadline, and, and it's, it's really uh, only barely uh, more than a week away now to begin um, delaying, canceling, postponing regular season games. Um, that is what is going to hang over the negotiations this week and um, create pressure on both sides, but uh, clearly both sides hope the other side feels it more. Yeah, and Phil, Phil Miller joining us, by the way, from the Star Tribune, covers the Twins, Major League Baseball. A couple of thoughts beyond it. Players hoping that at this late date it puts pressure on the players because of the delay in the start of spring training and potentially the delay in the start of the regular season. But it's also quite clear that they're they're playing a game of chicken here, that nobody wins if the start of the season is delayed and and fans throw up their hands and aren't willing to step up and buy tickets or uh, don't take on season tickets or don't bother to watch on television. You mentioned how important television money is. I mean, all of those things, this this can start to become a disaster for everybody very quickly. Yeah, that's clearly uh, what is at work here, and that is clearly why they waited uh, so long to negotiate, because that puts leverage, and leverage – is what drives negotiations. Uh, there are very few ballplayers, uh, or there are certainly many ballplayers who weren't even alive the last time there was work stoppage back in 1995, when 1994 and five, when uh, a player strike costs uh, three months worth of uh, baseball. Uh, so I think that they feel like the players uh, will come apart at the at the notion that they're actually going to lose games, that they're going to lose money, that they won't hang together, that there will be pressure to settle for less, to just uh, accept what the owners are offering, uh, just to let's get going, let's get out there. You can already feel players are anxious to get to camp. This is uh, this is very unusual. They should be they should be working out today. Uh, the position players should be reporting on Monday. You know, it should all be uh, uh, going strong right now, and they feel like that pressure and the pressure of losing paychecks, which we're only a week away, like I say, from them starting to raise that specter, that's going to kind of tear the union apart. That uh, there has been so few, there have been no uh, games lost to labor issues for 25, 26 years now that the players don't know how to react to them and will react badly to the thought. So you can see yeah. the strategy. Uh, yeah, and, and whether or not it works, we're going to find out. Yeah, for sure. And I also say, though, the history of the Major League Baseball Players Association is where they do hang tough. Now, it's a completely new generation, as you pointed out. I get that. But there's there's got to be people advising them and saying, the, the Major League Baseball Players Association, you could argue – ushered the modern era of sports for all other sports, whatever it is. What the Major League Baseball Players Association did once upon a time in the 60s and 70s set the stage for the balance between players and owners that we see across all sports. Yeah, and their lack of, uh, you know, this generation, their lack of uh, having that uh, going to war with the owners uh, probably makes them a little less likely to, uh, you know, to want to hang together. At least that's the owner's calculation. You know, the, the, 
the owners can say, look, uh, the last strike 26 years ago, that was about uh, trying to institute a salary cap. We're not even proposing that. We're proposing these rules that are uh, making everybody everybody wealthy, even though the uh, the cumulative salaries have gone uh, down in the last three years uh, paid to players. So they'd like to continue uh, that trend and in uh, players – uh, the union was strong, but they really haven't been tested. They, uh, yeah. they have not had a difficult negotiation in the careers of any current player. So, you know, it's uh, the the players' association does have pride in sticking together and uh, and getting a lot of uh, uh, games and negotiations. But it's been a long time, and you know, we'll see if uh, if they still have that kind of solidarity. I will say all their public statements are certainly solid. Um, no reason to think that they will come apart, but they haven't been tested. So the owners are about to test them. All right. Well, Phil, always good to visit with you. Hopefully we get good news this week. We can get you down to Florida and uh, get the games underway. And with this winter we've been having, I think we all need it. I, I think turning our attention to the Grapefruit League in Fort Myers would be a very good thing for all of us. Let's complain about pitching and not money. How about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, would love, I would love that. All right, no Phil. kidding. All right, Steve. Yeah, great to visit with you. Uh, Phil Miller joining us, covers the Twins and the Major Leagues for the Star Tribune online at Star Tribune. Dot com. Quick break. We'll come back. I'll have some more thoughts on that. There also is some potential fallout from all of the, let's say they settle. What about the mad dash for the available free agents? Will that have an impact as, you know, the old uh, cakewalk where you try and find an open chair? That could have a chilling effect on salaries. I'll, I'll share with you what I'm thinking there here on News Talk. E3OWCCO. Always great to visit with Phil. Should be down in Florida now, and he's here. He's going to have to shovel snow Monday and Tuesday. Um, not a good thing. And that that's where I'm frustrated. I think as fans and fans around the major leagues, you love this time of year. Pitchers and catchers down there working out. You get a little video from the television stations. You get some audio here on the radio. There's some chatter about what the pitching rotation is going to look like. Chris Atterbury doing the hot stove show on Wednesday nights uh, on the build-up to the season. Then you get Corey and Danny calling spring training games here on the radio. That's what we want. And then ultimately the countdown to the regular season. And we know 2021 wasn't a good season for the home nine. It was a major disappointment. But, but there's always that hope that the club's going to be better. And there's always hope that they're going to bring in players and they're going to improve and they're going to contend. And they should, in reality, be able to contend in the American League Central. It's not a great division. And they've got Byron Buxton in the fold. I think their everyday lineup's going to be pretty good, but they need pitching. And whenever the slockout is over, Derek Falvey and Thad Levine and the Minnesota Twins are going to need to go out and find pitching by trade, or, or via free agency quickly. And all the other clubs in the major leagues are going to be in the same boat. And my thought is, and this is something that could be playing into the owner's strategy as well, there were some signings before the lockout see Byron Buxton, a key signing for the Minnesota Twins. But now you're going to have this large pool of players 
veteran free agents looking for work. And if there is this mad dash to get to spring training in Arizona or Florida, and then this mad dash to start the regular season, you've heard musical chairs or the old cakewalk scenario where you have 10 chairs and 11 people, someone's going to be left out. And that is the worry in all of this is that there are going to be players that are going to come out of this situation and say, I need a job. And they're going to tell their agent, hey, we get an offer that's in the ballpark. I think that'll have a chilling effect on salaries and plays into a scenario for the owners that you're going to have a lot of guys looking for work and it's going to need to happen in a hurry. Instead of over the long progression of an off season where teams are able to bid against each other and players and agents are able to sit around and take a wait and see approach. So that's going to make it very difficult. For a player like Michael Pineda, who throughout this entire offseason could have been waiting and seeing who comes to the table. Now, he said he wants to be with the Minnesota Twins, but the Twins didn't sign him before the lockout. So for all these guys, as soon as this is over, there's going to be that mad scramble to not only sign players but find jobs, but not a lot of time for bidding wars. And I think that will have, once again, a chilling effect on what these players get paid. And there has been a lot of pressure on on older players and older free agents and taking salary cuts. Never used to be that way. So you can understand why the players want to potentially restructure the financial arrangements of the game. Because for the longest time in Major League Baseball, up until the end of the reserve clause, it was heavily tilted in flavor, favor of the owners. And then maybe the pendulum swung a little too far. But I think finding an equitable financial situation uh, where, where the owners and players share in all those revenues in the game, and then, as Phil said, go about fixing some of the things on the field that ail the game. We'll see. We'll see if cooler heads prevail going forward. We can only hope, and we'll certainly keep you up to date uh, here on News Talk, A3OWCCO, as we move forward. Uh, Mike Max, Henry Lake, certainly at night with all our sports coverage, and uh, during the day in our newsroom and all our hosts will con- continue to keep a very close eye on all of this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.